0: The podcast this week is brought to you by the Door County Pond Hockey Tournament on February 9th, 2019. The Door County Pond Hockey Tournament takes place on Kangaroo Lake in Bailey's Harbor with 60 teams competing in nine divisions. Registration is open now and you can register at doorcountypondhockey.com. on our way through the 25 days of Christmas how is uh the holiday season treating you so far you know it's been it's been pretty good i haven't watched a single christmas movie yet neither have i um, have you checked out the Kurt Russell Netflix show? No, I have not yet. That's the one that I see everywhere that's like- Hot Santa. Yeah. It's like new gritty Santa. I think he punches somebody with a present in the promo. That sounds like the perfect Christmas movie to me. There's a bunch of different activities going on this week. A little less Christmas heavy than the week's previous, but uh, a bunch of really cool things to do. So why don't we just jump right into it? I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon, and this is your Weekend Primer. You can start your weekend off by seeing the lead singer and principal songwriter for the multi platinum selling band, The Verve Pipe, Brian Vander Ark, at the Tambourine Lounge in Sturgeon Bay at the Holiday Music Hotel. There's limited seating and advanced tickets are recommended. So you sent me uh, the the list ahead of time. And I was like, oh, every time that there is music on the show, I should try to find it on Spotify, listen to it a bit so that I know a little bit about what's going on. Right. So I start listening to Brian Vander Ark and I'm like, wow, this guy's voice sounds so familiar. Like he sounds like another singer that I know. And then I looked up the Verve pipe and saw that they were the ones who sang The Freshman. And I was like, oh, that's exactly who I thought this was. Right. And... Then I turned to you and said, we're going to talk for like 45 minutes about how much I love 90s alt rock <laughs> on the podcast because it is like my guilty pleasure. That's interesting because I know nothing about this band. I know nothing about Brian Van Der Ark besides what I listened to while getting ready for the show. And I liked it, but I've never heard any of their music before. But you apparently have and you're like a super fan. Yeah. You'd never heard The Freshman before? No. Um... Jim Lundstrom actually had the opportunity to interview Brian for uh, The Pulse last week. So if you go on the website, you can read an interview about how Brian got started in the music industry. How it he balances the the art and the music with the business side of things. Um, the Verve Pipe started publishing all their own music after Brian uh, went out and, and tried his hand at a solo mm-hmm. album uh, that went really well for him. So now they're kind of they're they're producing all their own music. The Verve Pipe still tours, uh, but this is Brian his solo act. Um, and assuming it's going to be kind of a, a stripped down set list with uh, more of an acoustic sound, so. This should be really cool. Um, Yeah, I actually, I grew up going over to, like, my sister's apartment and listening to 90s alt-rock. um, nice. The Verve Pipe, Better Than Ezra, another big one. Foo Fighters, um, Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl Jam, kind of, th- those are, like, the big... Yeah, this, they, when I was listening, it gave me a real Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder vibe, especially of him, of of Brian, going out and, like, doing his own solo performances but still like playing acoustic songs of from the band that's a real like Eddie Vedder kind of mm-hmm. move um so that's those are the big vibes that I got it's just like this 90s you know not so much grunge but it's just yeah, like a 90s vibe yeah it's got this like kind of angst fueled sound to it but it's not whiny or um angry per se it's just there's a lot of songs about like just man i wish you were my girlfriend is kind (laughs) of like a lot of the right um but like i said it's it's totally my guilty pleasure genre of music that i like i go to and i'm like man i just want to like listen to music like i want to sit on my bed and listen to records and it's like that's what i go to so you're going to be going to this yeah it was one of the first things that i had seen where i was like oh I know what this is. I'm getting tickets right away. Yeah, um, And so I went on to the the website and pre-ordered tickets. So me and my wife are going to go on Friday. It should be a lot of fun. I'm very curious to see how the uh, tambourine, lo- tambourine Lounge is. I think it's uh, it's supposed to be a really cool venue. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very curious about what your experience is. Yeah, I haven't been down to the Holiday Music Hotel before, but uh, they have a pretty cool stage and it should be a lot of fun. On Saturday, fleece Navidad and grab your sweater for the Door County YMCA Ugly Sweater 5K Fun Run. Cookies and hot cocoa are provided for all to enjoy, featuring the Midsummer String Quartet and a visit from Santa. He's going to be at the race. He's racing. All right. Santa's going to run. Probably. There should be a Santa race in Door County. (laughs) Uh, My wife is actually going to run in this race. She's trying to convince me to do it. Um, All I've ever run is the two-mile turkey trot. Uh, but I did take first place in my division and won a turkey, so I am that's, I am an athlete. That's impressive. Well, I have three things. First thing, did you catch it? Fleece, Navidad? Get it? Fleece? Yep, we like, all got it. Like Okay, cool. Two, Um, what sweater is your wife wearing? Is she wearing a sweater? Does she have it picked out? She does have a couple ugly sweaters. I... I couldn't tell you what they look like offhand, um, but she she definitely is an ugly sweater a connoisseur and has picked up one or two uh, over the last couple of years that she busts out around holiday times. Three, uh, you said you ran the turkey trot. I think you should make these like holiday themed um, races like your specialty. Like so, you run the right. you want the you run the turkey trot. You run the ugly sweater. You're gonna run the broken heart. Four mile run. You're gonna run the instead uh, of Valentine's Day run you just yeah, made up? Yeah. That okay. is. Um, I didn't make it up. That's totally a real thing. Um you're gonna run the the uh the St. Patrick's Day uh lucky seven mile hairpin uh clover run. Seven? Why not four? I don't know. Like a four-leaf clover. Well, seven's a lucky number, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. The fourth of July fireworks Bash! That one's really fun because they're shooting Roman candles at you at your run. Right, so. it'll make it makes you run faster. The YMCA runs are always a lot of fun. Um, the YMCA is really great because they give out a lot of medals. So, like the turkey trot that I ran was a YMCA run, which yeah. is probably why I won. Uh, <laughs> they break everybody down into divisions, so um, even if you're not like a, a great runner, if you just want to get out and have fun, chances are you'll probably place and get a medal, and that always feels awesome. And a nice and a nice turkey. Did you bake that turkey? Yeah, we cooked it up uh, after Thanksgiving. My parents were up for the weekend, so we had our second Thanksgiving turkey with them, and that was the one that I won. How was it? Was it a quality turkey? It was the best turkey I've ever eaten because it was free and I won it. Ah, Are you spruced up for the holidays? Before you put your tree in this year, learn the history of Christmas trees at the crossroads at Big Creek. This 45-minute program will discuss the historical roots to the rather bizarre, albeit beloved, tradition of bringing trees into homes this time of year, held in the lecture hall of the Collins Learning Center. Do you know the history of Christmas trees, Matt? I don't, but this program... The history of Christmas trees is going to tell me all about it. Right. I I did a little precursory research. Um, oh, you did just to kind of see, but I don't want to give away all the secrets because right, because then no one would need right. to go. You should go to this. Uh, you should go to this lecture. Um, so the history of Christmas trees. The evergreen fir train has traditionally been used to celebrate with winter festivals, uh, pagan and Christian winter festivals. Uh, pagans used branches of it to decorate their homes during the winter solstice, as it made them think of the spring to come. So it was like, it's everything is dead and snowy outside. So I'm going to bring this tree inside and it's going to be like, hey, remember me? I'm what nature looks like. Oh. And then they would get excited for spring to come. I just thought that people's houses, um, because they, they had all the windows closed, that they weren't getting any fresh air and fragrance in their house. Back in the old days, this was before like Febreze and all those and Yankee candles and such. So they would bring in these trees with their scents to scent up their room. And See, then they just happened to decorate it for when Santa would come down the chimney. When you were starting that that description when you're saying, you know, they didn't have a lot of windows and stuff, I thought you were gonna say that they would forget what trees <laughs> looked like. So they would bring one into the house so that they would remember. No. Yeah. So no, I didn't think that far ahead when I started making that analogy. I love these little like historical lectures and stuff. Like I um, was writing a play a couple of years ago and on YouTube, I found this like two hour dissertation about vaudeville theater. Mm -hmm. And like I watched it probably three or four times and it was just, you know, a a webcam set up and the guy was just showing his slides and everything. And uh, like I, I, I don't get out to see a lot of lectures, right. um, but I love like watching them and learning. I'm the type of person who I can just sit down and listen to something like that's why I like podcasts so much is that I can just put something on and just listen to it. Right. Um, specifically like podcasts that do deep dives into like mundane things and tell you the whole history of things because I can just like put that on and be like, huh, now I know everything there is to know about Christmas trees. And that sounds exactly like you. Um, I'm very curious about this because I've never really questioned why we have a Christmas tree. I just, we just have one and it's just, that's just the way it is. Do you think that this lecture is going to change your perspective on your tree? No. Do you think that you're going to, you know, treat your tree differently this year? Well, I have a fake tree, so. Well, you can no. still pretend. No, can you? Next up this weekend, you can come celebrate the Christmas spirit with good friends at the Noble House Tree Lighting in Fish Creek. Featuring sing-along caroling and the Gibraltar School Choir. A social at Blue Horse follows with hot cocoa and cookies. The different towns in Door County kind of go all out for Christmas and like Egg Harbor gets all lit up and Sister Bay has really crazy lights that they put up. And it's so fun to go to each town at night, especially because night happens so much earlier Earlier, in the winter. So it's like, you know, in the summer, I would usually drop like right after work, I would drop by the Main Street Market in Egg Harbor just to pick up stuff for dinner. And now when I do that, I get to drive through Egg Harbor and it's all lit up and they've got all the trees mm-hmm. lit up and it's really pretty. Egg Harbor looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, all the communities really like, they go all out and they do crazy lights and... Um, The Noble House is great because they bring out this, like, cool red sleigh that they, like, fill up, I think, with presents and stuff and decorate, Uh, and then they they light their big tree out in the area, so, like, it just, it's this, like, cool, cozy cottage anyway, and then, like, they just, they really nail the holiday aesthetic, too. You know, I was once a part of the Gibraltar School Choir. Yeah. Yeah, we had some great times. Yeah, no, uh, I know that you were in choir with uh, our mutual friend, Logan. Yes, Logan. Me and Logie go way back. How long were you in the choir? Uh, Four years. Nice. Did you do choir in middle school or in college? Uh, I did not do choir in college. Um, I did do choir in middle school. Yeah, I I started doing choir in middle school. Then I was in all of, like, the honors choirs and stuff in high school, Uh and then I was in choir three out of my four years in college. I couldn't fit it in my senior year. Yeah, I started out in band. I played the saxophone for like about a year. Nice. And then I had enough of it and then joined choir. Did you start playing sax because of Kenny G? No, no. I don't... I don't know why I started playing saxophone. Mostly because, probably because I'm such a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, and he has a lot of sax in his songs. I was uh-huh. like, oh, when that when his saxophonist retires, it's going to be me. I'm going to go in and, and play all of his songs. Well, we had talked on the podcast about caroling last week too, and it, it's one of those things that like I feel like I haven't really indulged in the holiday spirit if I don't go out and see, like, caroling. Like, I have to at least witness caroling in order to be like, yes, I did Christmas this year. I'm not a big caroling person. Um, I don't need to really witness it or go out and do it. But I will say that once December 1st rolls around, that's when I start playing Christmas music. And that's how I know I'm in the Christmas mood. You know what my least favorite caroling song is? Um we wish you a Merry Christmas. Why? Because in the second verse, they start saying, like, bring us some figgy pudding. Yeah. Like, they start demanding things. And I don't like that. No. Like, just sing the song. I will (laughs) applaud, and I'll donate to your whatever. But I'm not gonna, like, oh... The carolers are here. Quick, bring them food. Well, they're hungry. They've been singing for such a long time. Finally, you can round out the weekend at the Inn for holidays on ice. The Door Shakespeare producing artistic director, Michael Stebbins, presents this solo show that features stories written by David Sedaris. Stories like the diaries of a Macy's elf and a barnyard secret Santa scheme gone awry. A live presentation of stories by an author who has been called one of the funniest writers alive. Matt, do you know anything about David Sedaris? I Don't. So when I started looking up stuff for, you know, the background on David Sedaris, um, and then I looked into like these short stories that he has holidays on ice, it's actually it's an actual book that he wrote. Mm -hmm. And so he has a whole bunch of these short stories. And they're not just Christmas stories. I found out that it's a lot of there's like a Halloween story. I think there's a Thanksgiving story in there as well, but the, the the stories of the diaries of a Macy's elf and a barnyard secret Santa scheme those just sound hysterical on its own, and I'm actually very intrigued on what the actual stories are. So David Sedaris was actually the first audiobooks that I'd ever heard, even before I knew like what audiobooks were. So do you remember when uh, you had an iPod growing up? I do, yeah. Yeah, so for the children listening, an iPod was like a little, a little rectangle that you'd put all your music in, and it was before we had phones. What was your first iPod? Uh, my first was an iPod Nano. Okay. Yeah, I had the... I'm pretty sure that my first one was just, like, the streamlined, like, slim one. Okay. Uh, But, like, my friends had, like, the big, thick iPods and the iPod videos and stuff like that. My brother, he had the first iPod with, like, the actual turning wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, Then my dad got, like, that next one of where it had, like, the four buttons on the top, and then it was just, like, the digital wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, My first iPod was the iPod Mini, blue. So sleek and awesome. Um, So, uh, all this is to say that... I got my first iPod and I went to my brother-in-law to try to sync his iTunes library because he had a, a massive digital music library. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd sync all of his songs and then I'd have this huge like music library to listen to. And within those songs were uh, three David Sedaris audiobooks. And so as I was listening through his music, every once in a while, these David Sedaris books would come on and I would sit in my bed at night and like listen through the whole books at a time. So David Sedaris is a humorist. He's a, a writer and public speaker. Um, you might've heard him if you listened to This American Life. So they have him on a lot for that and they do his different stories. Sometimes he just tells anecdotes or reads articles he's written. But many times he uh, performs pieces from his books. Um, so the first... The first David Sedaris books I ever listened to were Naked, Me Talk Pretty One Day, and Dress Your Family, and Code Roy in Corduroy and Denim. So those were his books in 1997, 2000, and 2004. So I was really young, and I didn't quite appreciate David Sedaris when I first heard him, but I've kind of followed his career as I've as I've grown up, and sure. uh, I've purchased his books and gotten his audiobooks. That's the other thing. He reads his own audiobooks aloud. Oh, and that's cool. If you've ever heard David Sedaris, he has this really unique voice that, like, is immediately recognizable once you've heard him before. Um, but he's he's very, very funny. Um, he's very uh, eccentric. And the stories that he tells are both really relatable and then also completely absurd at the same time. Yeah. Well, I um, mean, you can tell with stories like um, A Diary of a Macy's Elf and A Barnyard Santa Secret Scheme Gone Awry. Right. So this is um, maybe the second time that Door Shakespeare is kind of uh, diverted from their... Uh, they're general, and I actually don't know if Dor Shakespeare is actually putting this on, or if it's just their artistic director is doing. I think it's just it. the artistic director from Dor Shakespeare. Okay, so like um, last year, or maybe the year before, Dor da- Shakespeare did uh, a Robin Hood show. So it, hmm. they they were kind of diverting from the Shakespeare formula. Sure, and I think their plan was like every other year they would do one non Shakespeare show. Well, Robin Hood's kind of Shakespearean. Well, that's debatable. Um, but so this should be really cool. Uh, if you like David Zedera's stuff, I'd be really interested to see what Michael Stebbins is doing with it um, and how he's adapting it for the stage. Um, plus, it's at the Inn, and that's such a cool place to go to anyway yeah, just true. to see stuff. Uh, so this is definitely on my list to check out. Yeah, it sounds like a fun time. Any other takeaways for this weekend, Matt? I just hope it warms up a little bit. It's not going to. I think I think we're now in the slow decline of, of temperatures, and I'm just not happy about it. Where am I going to see you? You know, I'm probably going to be joining my... Uh, Joining my old choir at the Noble House, just singing some carols. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm legitimately really excited to go see Brian Vander Ark. Well, you already brought tickets, so you're you're going right. If you if you haven't listened to the Verve Pipe or or the Freshman, definitely look that song up and give it a listen. Uh, it's, once you hear it, you'll go, "Oh yeah, I totally know that song." That and Holidays at Ice on the at the Bjork and I think both of those events are going to be really, really interesting and really cool. Are you supporting your wife at the uh, Ugly Sweater 5K Fun Run? Well, that's a Given. Okay. Well, I so go you're going to be everywhere. Yeah go with her to every race okay good for you well matt thank you so much for chatting with me this week and i look forward to talking to you again soon thanks andrew have a good weekend to do this weekend you can check out the events calendar at doorcountypulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the peninsula pulse available every friday throughout door county and don't forget to subscribe to door county podcasts for your weekly pulse picks interviews and exclusive content from the peninsula pulse you can find us on doorcountypulse.com on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Get your hockey on.